All right, ladies and gentlemen, your highly requested Blaine McDougal. Sorry, I don't know what I was going for. Like a let's get ready to rumble type thing. Here we are. <laughs> Blaine, how you doing today? We got to give I'm the good. people what they want. Yeah. I mean, it's not Facebook Live. It's not exactly what they want, but it's what I want. And I like it better this way. How many people did you have when you did Facebook Lives at a time? Like, do you remember any of the numbers? I don't know, like five to six hundred, okay. sometimes more. I don't know, it's been a minute. Well, it'll be interesting to see what, what we get. I don't need this. to lose another Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout, out, is... shout out to my friend for giving me hers. Old one. <laughs> Her old boyfriend's old one. Or else I wouldn't have a Facebook because Facebook doesn't like me. <laughs> all right guys so respect the fucking podcast hold on <laughs> hold on disclaimers we got some disclaimers to get through before we get started first point i'd like to make number one these are our opinions our opinions if you don't like them that's okay you have your own it's america america we don't have to like yours you don't have to like ours opinions are like assholes and you everybody's don't got and you don't have to fucking comment on my facebook hold on you. hold on <laughs> second disclaimer there may be colorful language so blaine i'm not going to censor you but i am going to ask you to limit yourself you had five f-bombs and you've used two of them so use the last three fuck no, you're down. All right, no more cussing. The only reason why I say it is because we might have some moms out there who want to listen to this while they're doing stuff. So There's let's some milfs just... out there. I know, I know. I mean, so I'm not I'm asking just for, dilfs, the, for, but... for the people. I'm not asking him to censor himself, but limit himself. So yeah. yes. Woosa. All right, there's our disclaimer. I got my set of it. We got our own opinions, and there's gonna be some colorful language. Yeah. Second disclaimer, I didn't know that Blaine had a cult-like following. Y'all are wild when it comes to NFR time. They are. I'm like, who the hell is you? Like, wild. And, and I, I think we should do a weekend giveaway where they get to come hang out with you for a weekend. Like, pick a winner, like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Y'all are going to meet him and be like, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're going to run the fuck away. Like, fuck this asshole, All right, psychopath. There you are. Crazy motherfucker. Never mind. Blaine. McDougal, you're burning the candle at both ends, buddy. All right, he's done cussing. So no, I'm not, but go on. Moms can fast forward after three minutes. This and then is it's called. Clean. This is called Blaine After Dark. Well, that's very true. So, I mean, that's what everyone knows. I mean, it's not. It's not even. I mean, it's PG fourteen. Yeah, there we go. It's just <laughs> language. It is what it is. We yeah. all cuss like sailors. All right, before we get started with Blaine's predictions, we're just going to have some some thoughts for a moment. Blaine, do you have anything you want to throw out there before we get going? We want to talk about COVID and some tea. Well, I mean, it's like work. I mean, it's worked into the finals is why we're going to talk about it. Well, that's I don't have anything else. I mean, whatever. I don't know. You don't talk about your COVID tea? Well, no, I want to let... Well, okay, yeah, I guess we can start with that. Yeah. So, supposedly, this is me getting my sources... But it's from, like, several people. So, so supposedly one bra racer tested positive for COVID and one calf roper. Um, like, no one really knows. Like, someone told me that, like, she has the opportunity to be tested, like, several more times. And by morning, as long as she tests negative, then she can compete. I don't know, like, the specifics. Maybe same for the calf roper. Um, I'm not going to say her name because I'm going to respect her privacy because right. we don't. Like, I'm, like, 98% 
I mean, the people I got this information from. It's hearsay, but it's, it's reliable. It's hearsay. very reliable hearsay. And, um, but then, like, someone told me that, like, Jesse Telford finished 16th in the world. And if this gal, um, tests positive again, then maybe Jesse has to come down and be in the finals. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, like, what COVID <clears throat> impacts the world title and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also heard that they're going to have to run in masks. I don't know how true that is or what, but several girls this morning at morning practice had masks on in the arena, like, you know, not just walking around like outside or whatever. They were actually like working their horses with their masks on. So that's a pretty good sign. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of, it's hearsay, but it's reliable hearsay more on the testing. Um, but I wanted to get into this of like. If the contestants who are at their job, like, I go to my job, we've had people test positive, I'm still working, like, that's their job that they work for, so, like, I feel like they should get, like, a pass, like, maybe social distance that person more or whatever, but what about all these fans that are coming in who are going to be way, cl- yeah, way closer to everyone mm-hmm. and people than the competitors, can, you know, are, like, it's just bullshit to me that someone's worked hard to get there, but yet now... We have these guidelines or whatever bullshit that are going to make someone not have a profitable year when it's already been a struggle. That's what's frustrating to me. Yeah, I find it, I mean, I find it conflicting that the contestants are held to the standard, but the people that are going to watch are not, which it makes sense. I mean, I understand we have to have ticket sales to support the payout, but at the same time, and I also want to say we know we don't know, I guess, what we're talking about in a sense. We know that the PRCA and everyone who's involved, everyone is thankful that they're having it. We don't know how hard the decisions they've had to make to make this happen um, have been to be able to put it on. Absolutely. So we respect it. We're just saying, guys, from the outside looking in, it just kind of sucks. But I'm sure all the contestants are just thankful that they're even able to to get something, but it's just crappy from the outside looking in, in my opinion. Yeah, like, I I can understand, like, okay, wearing the face mask when you're warming up or whatever or riding with someone and stuff. But, like, when you go in there to make that run by yourself, yeah. like, you know, your person helping you in mm-hmm. has to wear one. But why do you? Like, that's just another thing, you know, to just, not distract you, but just... It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Plain and simple. Like my, my biggest thing too, man, is like the contestants are gonna be sitting closer together than the the or not the contestants, the whatever, the people watching, the spectators are gonna yeah. be closer to anybody. Absolutely. But yet our contestants are going through this rigorous testing and all that. So I don't know. I just think I just I'm thankful they could make it happen. And I I'm just, thankful. My for heart the, goes out to the contestants. I'm thankful for the NFR. Here. So thankful. And but it's just it's just also stupid (laughs) i mean i say i hate to say that but it's just like they worked you know they this year was hard like it wasn't that you had to go to every hole in the wall rodeo to get there so Mm -hmm. to now and you know they didn't have to wear masks there but now we have to at this deal you know it sucks but again at least they're getting to compete um it's just so different Mm -hmm. but i mean it's different in a like (laughs) There's good and bad. Yeah. Like, not bad. It's just, like, annoying, I guess. It is. It's frustrating. But, I mean, it was exciting to see everyone in there this morning working their horses. Brittany was on Mona. I saw Ryan was on the Frenchman's Guy Mare. 
and saw a couple others working their horse thanks to Brittany Barnett's uh, Instagram yeah, and everything. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. I mean, I know everybody's sharing, like, a something of being behind the scenes, but if you guys go follow follow Brittany Barnett and Shelby McCamey and Yellow Felt Soul, they're putting in all sorts of, like, behind-the-shoots yeah. type stuff. So that's a really good coverage. And, like, Brittany even showed, like, the walkway and everything, the tunnel. That was intense. Yeah. That's an intense Going walk down in there and everything. And I think also... My one friend brought up to me this morning, it'll be inter- it'll be interesting slash better because like they're, the horses are all in a controlled environment to where in Vegas, like they're standing outside in the cold, yeah. going to a warm arena, their lungs, I and they come back out into the cold, at least in there. Like, there's a I think that there's going to be a side alley, kind of like at the Thomas and Mac, and then they're going to come in, run, and then they're going to be able to run out. There might be a closed gate, but I don't know. But still just being in that same atmosphere, like those, you know, it might be better. You know, horses can cool down in there and stuff instead of going right out to the cold and whatnot. Well, and are they going to be standing in that line or are they going to be able to use a holding pin like a holding pin? I don't know. It's not that big. Like, maybe put maybe they're going to put two people in there. I don't know. Hmm. I just noticed this morning, like, they had them in there. Because I was kind of hoping they could come from the back. Right. And so they could do kind of whatever. It'll hmm. be interesting. I didn't think about that. When I saw it, I just saw a holding pin and it's like, oh, wow, that's going to be like a... Mm-hmm. Well, holding pin and they're not going to, you know, that line that they always have to stand in there. Yeah. That's another thing is like they can keep these horses moving and stuff and I have to stand there next to the stagecoach, which a lot of first time horses or younger horses Lose wig out about. Um, so it's definitely just different. I mean, it's just so cool though, just to see down in there and Haley Kinzel posted that photo on sister and that first barrel's like kind of tucked away. Like it's up the pin, but it's kind of tucked away. So it'll be interesting to see like how horses find it but i mean i'm so I, excited yeah. i seriously cannot wait all right we're gonna let blaine get onto his predictions but i want to give a couple of my thoughts that i came up with throughout the week or the day or so i'm still hanging on to my train of thought that i shared on the last episode that this is going to be intense everyone's mm-hmm. home tyson durfee was like working his horse at home um, showing, and it's, like, two days before the NFR. I mean, think about it. Usually, everybody's already out there. Your horses are already, like, in a totally different environment. Like, this is just going to be going to town for these guys. And I'm excited. It's going to be a hell of a horse race because of that part for me, in my opinion. I agree. I think just not having to be out there so soon, I feel like, you know, I feel like contestants will be way more rested this whole week, Mm -hmm. too, because they're not going to have signings. They're not going to have, you know, all these obligations because of COVID, like, you know, I talked to one girl and she's like, I'm going to be bored. Right. You know, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. She, you know, she's like, I guess I'm just running barrels and then just resting, which is so weird thinking that the finals is like that. Right. But that can make a difference. Like focusing, they can actually take care of their own horses. They and could go one way or the other. They might lose some might of the adrenaline that they yeah. have. <laughs> they might use some of that, lose some of that like specialness of it, the excitement of it. Who knows what's going through their minds. It'll be, I'm ready. Well, not ready for it to be over. But once it's over, to get people's thoughts on, like, how it was for them. Absolutely. It'll be interesting to see kind of what they all thought of it. Second thought I have to run by, Blaine. I thought about this today. So, in the past years when we've watched Sister, we've watched her start to safety up at Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, part of me is like, all right, everybody's in trouble because she's not going to do that here, maybe. But also, everybody's got better horses to fit this. So I'm 50-50 there, too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, just a thought. We've seen her really 
safety start to protect herself a little bit more. Well, I think, though, that, like, that's... But it's going to be counterbalanced because everyone else is going to have something that runs there, too. Well, I feel like that's also, like, her, her getting... Uh, more seasoned as an older rodeo horse of knowing like that ground's harder. Mm-hmm. I need to protect myself. I need to stand up. Where this ground, from what I see, looks like it's going to have some depth and it's going to hold them, you know, and that. But that mare runs good on anything. Um, but I think that could be a factor in seeing a world record on a standard pattern. I think it's really cool that we get to see 15 of the best horses yeah. and people run on a standard pattern 10 nights in a row like what a better opportunity to try to break something you know and you have the girl who was who used to hold the uh, record in the U.S. Brittany and the Mm -hmm. horse that did it running so I mean anything's going to be possible this coming week I feel like and people can shoot me down but I am so excited I mean I know it's not Vegas I know it's not ideal because Vegas is just home and that's what it's for. But this is exciting. Like, yeah. It's going to be such a competition. And someone made a comment about, well, the NFR is supposed to be a trap pin. Like, it's supposed to be mm-hmm. hard. Well, this is still going to be hard. This isn't going to be a cakewalk. No. It's just going to be a lot more of a standout horse race in my mind, at yeah. least. That's how I'm kind of I feel... I've been... I've been... Um, it's very back and forth on that. One minute you feel that way, the next minute you're like... <laughs> oh, yeah. But my thing is, is like, what's the difference between this and Cheyenne? What's the difference of this and, you know... I don't know, all those rodeos those are, yeah. that, you know, they're literally in the middle of the pen and those girls do good in. And, you know, someone who I feel like everyone's kind of just, like, forgot about, who I feel like is, like, a standard pattern queen, is Stevie Hillman. Right. Because Truck is, you know, he's not a little pin horse. That's his jam. He does good in the big pens. He won the American this year. Mm-hmm. And she has Sharpie back. And Sharpie won Cheyenne. Sharpie's set arena records out in big pens. And it just gives him room to work. I mean, he's a freak. And yeah. so I feel like people are kind of forgetting that. You know, those those horses are set up for this type of deal. They're going to find the barrels. They're going to turn. Um, and it's just like Mona. Like, you know, Brittany never ran her in the Thomas and Mac for a reason. She knew she would either hit or duck. Right, right. So, I mean, this is, you know, those horses' time to shine. In, like, Tiani and Showmance, and, you know, there's just, there's several in that field who I feel do not fit the Thomas and Mac, and people don't get to see what these horses have done all year, and now that we put them on this stage, and I feel like the ground's going to be better, especially since they're going to drag after eight, Mm -hmm. we're actually going to, we're going to see a more fair competition. I feel like, I think the money's going to be more even spread through the field, I feel like everything's going to be, I think it's going to be the tightest race ever. Yeah. Like, I really do. I think it's going to come down to the final round, who places where in the average, and who places in the last go. I I already feel that. I I I think it's just going to be such a tight race and just such a horse race. And that, the whole, just so many more horses are options for this. Mm -hmm. Tiani was on the Money Barrel. You guys need to go. I don't know who puts that show on, but it's great. They have great guests, great content. Kayla Page Jones. Yes. Go look them up, the Money Barrel. Um, But I listened to Tiani's episode over the past few days. And she talked about her first NFR. Was it her first? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just didn't have the horse for it. I was better off sitting at home on the couch. Also, she's the best. But anyways, Mm -hmm. this is just going to be so much more of a horse race because you're not going to have that as much. I mean, unless you've got a little bit of a horse. Well, I feel like, I I think I said in the last episode, I feel like when you're going to Vegas, you're like thinking like, 
oh my gosh, I need a trap horse. Like, oh my gosh, like I need to find this horse. I need to practice in this setup. Whereas this, because it's so different and there's yellow walls and everything. Right. And where this, I feel like, is just like kind of like, okay, it's another standard pattern. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and that's why I almost feel like it's going to be easier. All right. We got to get on to predictions because I'm getting way too hyped up and excited because I'm just sitting here thinking about how big of a competition it's going to be. It's always a big competition, obviously, but it's just so many more factors. So do your thing, Blaine. I'm just going to go through the list and just kind of talk about everyone and then kind of We only made you guys decide. wait 16 minutes for this. They so. love it. So anyway, going in number one, I think her like 15th or 16th in FR, Brittany, Posey, Tanazi. Um, she won 86,000 this year, which like makes it to the NFR every year, but usually number one girl has like 120 or more. So that's weird. Um, she is going to be running Moda, AKA kiss, kiss, bang, bang. And, um, her mare, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a fucking blank. It's my favorite horse. No, Birdie's going, but she's like third string. Oh my God. Katniss. Thank you. Jesus, Blaine. (laughs) I'm a famous babe. Wow. Anyway, he's getting old, guys. I'm getting old he's and old decrepit. <laughs> anyway, so I um, so she's gonna be running those two mares, and Birdie will be a third string. Um, I think she'll probably start out on Katniss, like that's what she said. Um, but I mean, I run Mona just because I don't know. But uh, Mona is coming off of ankle surgery, so I know that that's probably weighing on her mind. But it'll be interesting. I think she'll have a good week. Just because it's just, it's Brittany. I mean. Is it too <laughs> premature to just come out and ask you who you think takes takes it? There's takes the no world? Way. Yeah. Man, there's just so many good I know. Ones. You don't have to answer yet. I just. I just I just know. didn't know what was going through your mind yet. There's just so much different. How do you guess? It's so different. But I mean, yeah. I think Brittany's going to have a good week. Because the other thing too is. it's Brittany? She, it's Brittany. I mean, we don't need She's, explanations. Yeah, it's Brittany, it's Brittany bitch. <laughs> Um, and she's keeping her horses at her vets. Right. Like, literally. So, I mean, they're going to be taken care of, as usual. It's going to be fire. She's just so mentally tough. I mean, I think she's went to the NFR number one, like, six, seven times. She did her rookie year. She won the world twice. There were a couple of times. Anyway, she's just great. She's one of the best... Brittany Posey historian over here. You can hire him, Brittany, if you need to. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> we'll keep your records. <laughs> He's obsessed. Hashtag, I want to be a GBF. <laughs> anyway, so I think Brittany will do good. She never disappoints. Like, even if she does, I'll still slap her on the ass and tell her good job. Wow. <laughs> Woo! I can't believe he didn't take 15 minutes to talk about Brittany. This is <laughs> Okay. Anyway, and number two, Haley Kinzel, the two-time world champion, past two years, It'll be interesting to see if she can, you know, do it again. Um, she goes in with 78000 She's taking Sister. Um, it said that she's taking TJ, but I also know that she's taking Cassidy Cruz's Dinero horse. I don't know much about it, but there was a video of them talking about her taking him for a backup, especially just since the pattern's going to be bigger since everyone seems to be so concerned about that. Which one is it? Oh, Cassidy Cruz that did went to come, the NFR. Yeah, but who did it come? Who? I have no clue. Came? I could be wrong, but it, she got a horse from Morgan Anderson. I saw. Might not oh, be is that, that, that horse? I know she, I don't know. 
Morgan, if you hear this, you have to let us know. That was a nice horse. I could be wrong, but and I just Sorrel know she has something. With yeah. white face, and yeah. that's that horse that Morgan had. I think so. Yeah. Go, Morgan! Woo! That's the case! Yeah! <laughs> we don't know. Fact check us. <laughs> fact check. Fact check. But go, Morgan! <laughs> um, That's a nice horse. So anyway, job, I think Haley will have a decent week. Like, she's proven herself in the Thomas and Mac, but... It's just you can never count her out. I, I feel like there's going to... I feel like it's going to be tougher because I feel like... There's a, there's a handful of horses that do good in the Thomas mm-hmm. and Mac. Where here, I feel like, okay, I'm gonna go get my third string, yep. and it's gonna come out here and set the record. I don't know. That's how I feel. Yeah. And then going in third is Donna K. Rule with sixty seven thousand. Valor's a nice horse. He made the top four at the American. He wins outside. He wins inside. I mean, if he's healthy and he's on. Yeah. He's who knows? Be in there. You know. So I think that'll be fun to watch. Um, Jimmy Smith has Lena on the rocks. She runs left. The alley looks pretty even. Like if you run left or right, I mean, it. they look like they centered it good. Um, I know that mare works better in smaller pins, but I've seen her win in bigger pins. It might take her a couple goes to get it, but she also has many, the horse that she got from Sierra Chapman. Shout out to Sierra. Yeah, trained a winner. Who, um, who's a very nice horse. So, I mean, I think that she's going to get checks, like, no doubt. Um, just may take her a couple rides. And it's her rookie year. So, I mean, I know that she was looking forward to going to the NFR. Like, in Vegas, the NFR. Duh. But in Vegas, because of that trap. Because Lena would... I think Lena would have just set it on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after Jimmy, we have Tiani, who has 55000 uh, Of course, she's taking Showmance, who I think will... Do great in that setup, um, especially coming off that NBHA World Championship where the barrels are kind of set off the fence. Um, I know that she's taking a younger horse that she just got. I can't think of his name, but he runs to the left barrel too, and is she fits him very, very well. She's taking a Dash to Glamour, who my friend Kelly Tovar used to own, but she's never, I don't even know if she's really made a run on him yet, but he's listed. His name's Bakken. Molly Montgomery trained him. So it'll be interesting. He's a JL dash to heaven. I think out of a bully bullion mare. Yeah, I think she and, talked about it, one of them. I think it might be that one. Did she just recently acquire that one? Um, they bought him like a year ago, but Edwin's been running him. Yeah, so, so she was talking about how I don't know. You guys have to go listen to her episode for sure. Yeah, and then she's taken the gray, the MacGyver mm-hmm. or Mac, whatever his name mm-hmm. is. I think it's MacGyver, but it I'm is. getting confused because. Wenda Johnson has, like, MacGyver Moonflash or something. No, Tiani has a MacGyver. She's talking about him. They call him that. But I think Wenda has MacGyver Moonflash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't she know. just called him MacGyver. I don't think she called anyway, him Anyway, the pretty gray son of a bitch. That's who. And he's nice, but she says he does better on smaller pins. So, I think we'll for sure see Showmance and the freaking horse. I can't think of his name. Who's yeah, fast as fuck. She hasn't rode him much. She was talking about how she was going to take him, uh... To jackpot and try not to fall off. She's yeah. so cool. And then going in number six is rookie Jill Wilson with 53000 She has a really cool horse. He's 15 years old. Um, he runs to the left barrel. He's gray. I don't think he's going to run by one. I think she'll be I think she'll be really consistent, but I think she'll surprise people with how quick she can be. Um, I feel like this year was so weird that there's not much publicity mm-hmm. on, like, the new girls. But, like, people, like, need to... I mean, I think she's made the circuit finals several times down in Texas. Like, this horse is legit. Um, 
but I think that she'll have a good finals. I think she'll be real consistent. I think I think that she'll do good in the average. If she gets one, she'll just drag it over. <laughs> but How, does that horse bread? I don't know. How His name's it? Blue Mean Lean Dean. I don't Green know. Green Bean? Yeah. <laughs> Jelly Bean? Lean Mean Blue Dean or something. Well, that's exciting. Do you know how many rookies they have? Speaking of rookies, first timers? I don't know. Got two for sure. Mm-hmm. Who else? Four? Five. Five. I think. Okay. All right. Continue on. I'm listening. Okay, going in seventh <laughs> is Shelly Morgan. Uh, this will be her second NFR. Uh, she made the NFR back in 09. She's going in this year with 53,001. In 09, she made the NFR on a horse named Short Go. Um, she had a really good finals, and then I believe the following year, he hurt himself and had to be put down. Where's she from? So, Texas. Oh. And I didn't know that her horse, which is a, maybe she's just short, but this horse is a big bitch. Not like a bitch, but she's big. She's a big, she's a big girl. Anyway, so. Most of us physically big bitches are. <laughs> I know. So anyway, I didn't know she was by CEO. And the only other horse that I've known by CEO, like, to do good is IRA Grand Victory, which would be out of Sydney Blanchard's good, Twisted Sister Mare. Oh, one of my um, favorites. To yeah, so I thought that was interesting because I didn't know how that horse was bred, but. That horse is going to do good in the big pen, like, because it's huge. It needs, like, room to get rolling and. Um, I think she'll, and she's been there, done that. I think that she'll do good. So it'll be interesting to see. Like that horse has been placing at rodeos past two to three years. So random. But the reason why I asked where she's from is because there's like that short go makes the NFR little kids book that they sell at our Barbie. Yeah. I don't know if that has any ties to it. Is he gray in there? I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys want a kid's book, look up short go makes the NFR. It might be a tie. I can't remember. Something. Just my, I'm getting elderly. I can't remember everything. That's why we went. To, <laughs> Anyways, I was just, that's why I, we went to podcast. My whole where's she from wasn't completely I didn't, random. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want my the look to <laughs> worry anyone. And then going in number eight is Stevie Hillman going in with fifty two thousand. I believe this is her fifth NFR in a row. Uh, like I said, she's taking truck. She's taking Sharpie. Um, so they had Martini listed down. I really don't know if she's taking her. Uh, Michelle Darling might have her waiting in the wings. I know Michelle ran her at Pahuska this past weekend and placed high in the 1D at the Barrel Bash. Um, so she's ready if she needs her. But I really think with Truck and Sharpie and that big of a pin and that dirt being good, it looks like, I think that, I think she, I don't want to say that she's a sleeper because she's obviously a winner. But I feel like everyone's just kind of like looking over her, especially with the horsepower that she has. Because Sharpie's a freak. Like, there's no doubt about it. He's out of the Great Mulberry Canyon Moon, out of a Frenchman's Guy Son, or by a Frenchman's Guy Son. And he's just, he's just won so much. And this is his kind of setup. And this isn't Stevie's first NFR. And I mean, this is her setup too. So I think. It's exciting to see her win the American because she's always there. But she's not. She's never had a like a closer. spectacular yeah. NFR. So it's fun to me for her to have a different platform to like perform yeah. on this level. You know what I mean? Because we all know that she's won. She's made it there. But the people who just watch the finals, oh, she sucks. Right, right. You know, like during it, you know, even though it's just a hard week, like you've kicked ass all year long. So it's good that she gets to take truck because I know that she doesn't like taking truck to the Thomas and Mac. And so I think, I think it'll be good. And she can trade off between those two. Um, so, I mean, I'm happy for her. I think that it'll be good. And then going in ninth will be Jessica Routier. This will be her third NFR. She's going in with 51,000. 
her yellow mare, Missy. She wins in everything. I think this past year she, like, won a rodeo by, like, six tenths or seven tenths in the, like, slopping mud. Like, no one wanted to enter. Do we ever see her not on the yellow horse? She had, they're, they're, Her backup horse is a 1995 model, but I think that's just a grand entry horse. I don't know. But okay, I've only seen her on the yellow horse mare. is just a tank. That's her ticket. Just consistent, consistent, consistent. And I think she'll do fine. Like, mm-hmm. she's always solid in the average. If she does hit one, it's on the backside or leaving it. You know, the mare's honest. She'll have okay, a good so FR. question. Yeah. Because I don't know this stuff. So, and so you guys might. So let's say you are there with one horse and something happens. You can just, you can pull, you, someone can, you can borrow, right? It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Okay. If someone wants to give you their horse. Right. I know, but I didn't know, <laughs> was there like a, no horse swapping. I didn't know if there was no. like any rules Mm-mm. or regulations. So, okay. Not cool. there. You can do whatever you want. I didn't think so, but I was like, I You just can take the old grand entry horse if you're brave enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a donkey you can borrow. Yeah. Going into 10th is Cheyenne Wimberly with 47,000. This is another one that I feel like people are forgetting about. Overlooking. Cheyenne has Misty. And that mare is a full sibling to J-Lo. And out of the great Misty's dash of fame. And I just... That mare's a freak. She ran the fastest time at Cheyenne two years ago. And this is her setup. Like, if she keeps the barrels up, like, she's fast. Like, Jolene trained that one. She's a phenomenal mare. Um, then she also has VQ, VQ Sucker Punch that Brandon Collins uh, trained and ran and made this American on, I believe, three times. So, I mean, he's used to those situations. She ran him at the NFR last year at Rocco. And um, she ran Misty at the NFR last year, too, and won a good check on her in the last go. Um, but she has those horses, and she has a horse named um dashing foose or something or maybe i'm thinking of something completely different but it's a bay horse either way and he that that's a nice mare and she does good in bigger pins so cheyenne has a nice string too and i mean i think she'll jump out there and do good you know i just love that blaine knows who trained these horses because i think it's just so cool to be able to recognize the people who Oh, absolutely. Put in the work on them. Like, it's, they, there should be, like, a breeders and trainers. I mean, I'm not taking any way, anything away from the, the owners mm-hmm. of the time that, that these horses make it and the people who are making it on them, but, like, there should be some kind of recognition, I feel like. Well, I mean, not to switch gears, but that's what's cool about the ruby and pink buckle for futurity and derby and open horses is mm-hmm. that... The rider gets X amount. The breeder gets X amount. The owner gets X amount no of money. No matter what, they handle Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. Maybe they could do something like that in rodeo. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're, I mean, like, it's kind of com- it's more see, complicated. Well, but. I know. And there's probably so much more politics that goes into it. And I'm not taking anything away from the people who ride the horses there. But, like, they have the back number ceremony and everything. There should be, like, a trainer slash breeder's dinner of some sorts. Or something like at the WPRA luncheon. Too. Yeah. Anyways. If that even happens this year. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Wear your mask, Shelby! (sighs) Going in, number 11 is Ryan Padone with $42,580. This woman had to fight for that spot. I'm so excited. She, it came down to the last rodeo, and she laid it all on the line, and she jumped from like 16th or 17th up to number 11. 
Um, it's heartbreaking. It's very heartbreaking to me that she's not getting to run Field the Sting, mm. which is a son of Stingray and by Dash to Fame. But um, she has some good ones too. She has J.S. Milo and Stitch. He, as a futurity horse, he won the Fort Smith Derby or Fort Smith Futurity, I think, or Derby, whichever. He's a badass. And so he's used to big pins. She made a great run on him at the BFA. They're finally linking up. She has French Zone that Kelly Bruner raised and went to the NFR two years ago on. Um, she's placed at many rodeos on that mare. I think she set the arena record at Sykeston, Missouri, and maybe one second. I think Haley might have broke it after her or something. Um, but she has two nice horses that I think can do just as well as Stinger. Like, is it disappointing we don't get to see him because it'd been so cool to see a Stingray son, like, run there? Yes. But she's not out. But and it's also Ryan Padone who can make it work because she just does not stop working. She doesn't stop working. She, and if her... she can't figure it out, she's going to make it work. She's got the help. That's just, mm-hmm. I feel like if you listen to anything that Ryan puts out there, like you can just feel the sincerity, sincerity in her voice. And she works so hard to understand them and get them working. Yes. She's the baddest. She's bitch. not afraid she's to ask questions. Done. She's going to get it done on no matter what. So if that's going to happen to anybody... It's going to happen to Ryan for a reason because she can she can make it work. Absolutely. And she's also taking HP Dash to Fiesta as a third string. So, But I doubt we'll see him. I think that she'll stay on those two as long as they stay sound and working, which I don't blame her. They have more exposure to the rodeos and everything. So, Then going into number 12 is Emily Miller. I'm going to call her Miller because I know her as Miller, and I don't want to butcher that last name. Do you ever, like, have someone that you, like, grown up with and known, and you're just like, I can never call you by your new last name? Yeah. Like, I struggle with you still. But, so, anyway. They won't change my name at the vet's office because they're afraid they won't know who's calling. <laughs> or be able to look me up. So, Emily Miller goes in with 42,001. It's her second consecutive NFR she went in last year, won the first round. Did not surprise me because, hell, she won everything growing up. Was I mean, that on Chongo or yeah? Last sure. year, yeah, yeah, it was Chongo. Did she have more than one round win last year? Yeah, she won two. That's what I thought. Yeah, it was the second one on Chongo. Okay, she I only got she on Foxy one. one round. Okay. Yep. I thought it was more than that. Mm-mm. So she's taking Chongo this year, um, and she's taking Bo, who was Reserve Horse of the Year. Um, both so trained cool. by, Least. I believe that, I don't know if Janae trained the one and then Kylie trained the other. I know Kylie trained the gray horse, Kylie Weast. And then I think Janae trained the bay horse, maybe Kylie. The Yuri Ward connection trained them. That's what we'll say. And he's by PC Frosty Bid, which is at Bauer's stud. Um, that horse won second at Tucson, big pin. He ran a 16 on a standard at Dodge City. That's what we're running in. I won't be surprised if she doesn't get on him first. I mean, that horse has proven that that's his kind of setup. But Chongo, I mean, has worked good in those setups. One thing, and Emily, if you listen to this, I notice everything. So, Emily always used to ride like two-handed around the first barrel on Chongo. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a month ago, I was watching videos that she posted, like, after making the finals or something. She's been riding, like, one-handed, like, from the alley. Hmm. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Things that Blaine notices. 
<laughs> well, Emily to me is just a winner too. She is no a matter winner. What, she'll she's find on, a way. She's gonna find a way to make it work because she's smart, works hard, and she has a lot of good people drive. in her corner. Yes. who are not afraid to tell her, you know, things. And I think she'll have another good enough heart. Oh no doubt. I don't see why not. It's hard to imagine anyone not having a good idea. I know! So this is really for, hard. I'm ready for the dice to fall where they I need, so we can I, need, I need to see what the hell these bitches are going to do because I just... I mean, someone's bound to fall apart. I mean, they always do. They but have a another lot of, one. <laughs> a lot of times it is because of the Vegas being Vegas. So maybe, maybe we the won't The ground's hard. Maybe the horse gets see. sore. Yeah. Maybe we'll see someone get stronger. Half the week. time they get sick, they say. Yes. They get the the Vegas crowd. Yeah, they get this it. year. It's just gonna be coronavirus, no sleep, you know. So, <laughs> and you ain't gonna be able to compete. Coronavirus, shit is getting real. Anyway, it's hard to believe that's all been in one year. <laughs> Let's not forget Carol fucking Baskin, dude. Bless her. I'm just mind blown. So much <laughs> has happened this year. All right, shout out to Joe Exotic. Anyway, so then going into number thirteen is Lisa Lockhart. With 40,000, I think this is Lisa's like 15th or 16th NFR consecutively. Um, has she, how many times has she won the average? Has she? Like once or twice. And no world title, right? No world titles. She's been a bridesmaid a couple times, though. She's going to get it. Maybe this is it. Do you Maybe. think she's got the horse for it this year? So, it's very interesting to me that she is getting to run Vita. It's not interesting. It's just, like, very cool. Because Hallie trained Rosa, and Rosa's there. I mm-hmm. saw her at morning practice this morning. And I'm sure we'll see her. It's just cool that, like, Lisa's getting to ride two things. And it's cool for Hallie, again, the trainer, mm-hmm. having two horses that get to go with someone who's so handy. Yes. And get to make these runs at the NFR. And um, Trace Movitas, Vita, is a daughter of She's a Blazing Move, who went to the NFR three times. And then her dad, Blazing Jetalina, went to the NFR in 05. So I just love that when the family ties, the lineage. you know, all go together. Um, oh, I remember what freaking Shelly Morgan's horse's bottom side was. She's out of a Trace Sace mare because Vita is by Trace Sace. And I was like, look at all these Trace Sace horses coming up yeah. into the rodeo world. But I anyway, know, I love seeing all Back that. to Lisa. So, and then I heard that Cutter is hurt. So, that's part of the reason why she took Vita. Um, and Louie's going. Who knows if we'll see Louie. He's got right. some age on him. Um, I doubt that we do, unless something, like, tragic happens. But I think we'll probably see the most of Vita, as long as they get along. But That is so exciting. I hope, she, I mean, I hope she wins it. I mean, and that horse won the... It's Rumi. exciting to see her on something different, I'm not going to lie. Because yeah. I'm young enough to where all I ever think of and remember is Louie. Mm-hmm. So to watch Lisa on, you know, a figurehead of our sport on something else is fresh and exciting to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that mare's such a winner, too. And now that horse, that's Weaves Be Flying right there with her mane. Literally. Uh, her weave that is beautiful. Her Weaves Be Flying. It looks like a lot of work. It's a beautiful. lot of work. Like, oof. It's a lot of work. Tiani would just buzz it off. <laughs> Blaine tries to get me to buzz off my cool tear. It's not <laughs> happening. He needs his name. No, mane. don't. Don't buzz it off. But I think Lisa will have a good NFR. Like, I suck this year, guys. I'm sorry that I'm not, like, spicing up you your life. Suck. But oh, my gosh. Okay. I'd like to add, Blaine yeah. says I don't pay attention to detail, which, you know what? Sometimes she Some doesn't. Some of us just don't need details in our life. 
But I see... All I see is Lisa Lockhart on a yellow horse. And I'm like, oh, it's Louie. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's a yellow Rosa. horse? Whatever. I can choose whatever Buckskin. words I want. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Well, going in after Lisa, first timer, Wenda Johnson. She has, that's the, my like number one because I love that dark horse. She has 39,001 going in. Yes. They're both first moon flashes. I'm so excited. Those um, horse, that horse just... Ugh. Yes, the black one is... To watch. Okay, he's I'll lethal. Stop. No, I'm... Keep going. I'm no, sorry. I, I 100% agree. He's fast as fuck. I get the goosies. He's fast as fuck. But so is the... The bay horse is way more consistent. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she'll start out on him and stay on him as long as possible because I've seen the black horse do some pretty radical shit. So, I mean, he might she duck. He might hit a barrel. Year, right? Wenda? Yeah. No. Who was there last year that, that couldn't was two get years turned? Ago. Who couldn't turn the... Kelly Bruner. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Also, Dark Horse also couldn't want it turn, so... Yeah. Never mind. But Wenda, her bay horse, is so nice. So nice. If she can stay on him all ten rounds, she'll be up there. The black horse can go in there and smoke one, though. So, I mean, who knows? I don't know. It's just... It's going to be crazy. What do you think? I'm keeping my feelings and thoughts to myself. <laughs> and then rounding out the field this year is Brittany Barnett. Because I'm an idiot and you guys are here to listen to Blaine, not Shut me. Up. So. so rounding out the field is Brittany Barnett with 39,000 as well. And Might I say something about Brittany? Because she's sure. just like the underdog to me at this point in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because of that little paint horse is freakishly little. So little. I'm just excited to see like what smaller she can than do. baby flow. Like, and Brittany's got a good and corner. stingray, like small, like real, real tiny. So I just think it's cool. Like she so. had to have a custom saddle made to fit it. I heard. And and you can tell that Brittany's a hustler just from her social media. Mm-hmm. I sound like such a stalker because I know none of these people. But kind of like me and Brittany. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's my Brittany. <laughs> Brittany Barnett. Oh, you yeah. are you are my Brittany Posey. <laughs> no, I just love I love a good underdog story. Who doesn't? Absolutely. The horse looks freakishly little, but she can tear it up. I mm-hmm. mean, didn't she run around at Calgary or just ran good? I can't remember. I just know she she did good. Maybe she there. did want to go. I can't remember. Hmm. But she's a nice horse. Yeah. I mean, teared it up at San Antonio this past year. And Brittany does it all on her own, doesn't she? Doesn't she train her own? I think as so. As far as I know. Yeah. I don't know. I just like a good little Cinderella. Her backup horse is nice, too. But old paint. She a good rip. So cool. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited, excited to watch her. I'm excited for all of them. Well, duh. <laughs> so, I guess I'm supposed to pick, like, who the hell's going to win. I feel like you have to, but keep in mind <laughs> that we just have no idea. Who knows? Just be lucky. Like, like, what am I picking? Like, the world? Mm, no, pick your first, pick round, first round winner. First round winner? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what order they're running in. Well, you need to calm down. It's pre- Brittany will probably burst out on the ground. Uh, don't they go in the order? Oh. Never mind. We didn't lose them. Sorry. <laughs> I. Man. Don't they run in the or- yeah. order they came mm-hmm. in? Okay. It used to be 15th through one, but then they switched it like three years ago because they wanted like the number one girl on the first night to have top of the ground. Yes. Okay. So, That's my thought. And then it rotates every two. Hmm. I have 
no fucking clue. You are out of F-bombs. I need you to stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I, I think I'm going to pick, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick, like, my top five placers. No, you're going to pick who's going to win the round. Oh. <laughs> I can't. We'll just throw something out there. The world's not going to end. <laughs> what do I win? A weekend with me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um... Who do I think is the hungriest? Oh, that's what I'm going mm. after. That's why I'm kind of like the underdog here. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I'm going to go with Tiani yeah. because I feel like she. She's got to be hungry for it. I mean, she's Like never, she just came off a big win and she's never like she went in with such a, well, she only went one time. Oh. She went in, you know, she went in there with such a big lead last time. I feel like she's hungry for it. And her horse is like 100%. She has a good backup. Like I'm going with Tiani the first night. All right. That's it, folks. That's it, folks. Tiani and Showmance. Don't prove me wrong. I'm excited. What happens if she don't run him, though? Do I win still? We'll just say Tiani. Okay. I'm sure she would. She is. Hmm. Emily Miller for second. <laughs> hmm. Y'all. I'm not even going to bother picking. Y'all don't care. Um... <laughs> Thanks for listening. You shouldn't care about what I think, but it's fun. We're glad you're here. And before we go, I have a couple of shout outs. I think I mentioned everybody, but just seriously get over and follow Shelby McKamey. What's going on? Oh, it's just telling me I only have 60 minutes. Get over there and follow Shelby and Brittany Barnett on Instagram. Because they are sharing so much behind the scenes. And that's yeah, just so cool and it's, to see. Yeah, easy I mean, access. I know, yeah, I know everybody else shares a little bit, but they're doing the most. Um, go follow The Money Barrel. And then... Go, the Money Barrel's great. Yeah. Good job, guys. That's an awesome show. And then also, a new show that I found is The Cardigan Cowboy. That's our new friend. Toss Hayes. He's a cool little feller. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just talked about him like he's a young child. <laughs> Sorry, he's older, Toss. He's older than you. He's just really cool. His show is seriously... It's really good. ...doing great things. Um, the money that each that he gets from each show, uh, he gives to a charity or non-for-profit that the guest chooses, which that's kind of where I wanted, wanted to do, but I've never made money, so... One day, my little grasshopper. I don't know about all that. But yeah, if I ever made money, I would do something of that nature, so shout out to Toss for living my dream. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, there get over, are. follow those people. Follow those people. The White Claw is kicking in. Ooh. Has yours not? No. I'm a I'm lightweight. A... <laughs> like, I'm no, a... I'm a drunk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Give me some Pendleton. Any last thoughts or shout outs? Any last thoughts and shout out? I just want to wish. Are a... you asking them on the phone? <laughs> no. Hey, out there. Hey, you guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that from the Goonies? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I just want to wish all the top 15 the best of luck. Thank God that we are having a finals, um, no matter your... Mask or no mask. No matter your stance on COVID, the election, whatever. Unity. Thank God that in we live... Community. Thank God we live in America. And thank God that we're having the NFR, even though it's just different this year. But thank God these girls are getting to run there and cowboys and everything. So I hope they all do good and horses stay sound. Amen. God bless. We'll talk to you later. Adios. Take to Lou.